What if that nagging feeling in the back of your neck was real? What if those hands reaching out from the dark that you believed were there, were there? What if the monster in the basement really existed? And what if there was really something under the bed? Would you have the courage to face your fears? Hello, brave souls. I'm your host, Paul Rondo, and tonight we're going to do a creepy encounter story called Sex Traffickers Tried to Break Into My House by, I'm probably going to butcher this name, La Prince Salesbiana. I'll, I'll put it up on the screen so you can read it. I'm sure I messed it up, but... So the story goes, this happened to me in 2012 when I was a teenager. I live in Colombia. Just recently, I was watching the news and recognized one of the men from that night almost 10 years ago. Brains are funny that way. I wouldn't recognize my old friends from middle school if I saw them today. But that man's face is burned into my brain. My parents went out of town for the weekend for their 15th anniversary and agreed to let me stay at my friend's house. It was the middle of the wet season where it rained every day and that evening was no exception. My friend, let's call her Maria, lived on the outskirts of our city on a hilly road with no streetlights. Her house was small with a front door that opened directly to the sidewalk. There was no lawn. The evening started out pretty normal. We messed around watching cat videos on YouTube and giggling at stupid jokes. It was just me, Maria, and her dad. As it got dark, we started getting hungry, and we convinced her dad to pick up Chinese food for dinner. It was around 9 p.m. We eat dinner late in my country. We were watching some cringy show that was like the reality shows on Disney Channel, but in Spanish. We were both laughing like crazy. You might have heard us down the street. Anyway, mid-laugh, we heard a sudden knock. Maria went to go check out the peephole and asked her who it was. I don't know, she said. Let me see. I peered in to see the scowling face of a tough-looking man looking back at me. He was standing there with another man and they were both just looking straight forward, not talking. I almost tumbled backwards when they knocked again. Finally, one of the men spoke. Anybody home? Maria? I'm your dad's friend Carlos. We have plans tonight. Could you let me in? We both knew something was wrong. Maria's dad would never have made plans to leave his home alone during a sleepover, especially not without telling us. I'm sorry, you're going to have to wait for my dad, said Maria, thinking quickly. He's upstairs taking a shower. No, he's not, the man said. He went out to get you guys dinner. He told me. Now, could you open the door? I'm going to call him, said Maria. If you do that, he's going to be very angry. I'll tell him you kicked me in the leg. Go away, said Maria. I don't believe you. You can't come in. For a second, it got quiet, and I breathed a sigh of relief. That was weird, I said. Maria barely had time to reply before we heard a sudden creak and turned in horror to see one of the men sliding open an un unlocked window. I screamed and ran over towards them like an idiot. Get out, get out, get out, I yelled, slamming the door down hard on the fingers. Blood spattered onto my t-shirt. I clicked the lock shut and fell to the floor in shock. Maria went to lock the other window, and then we sat there in terror. Hey kids, said the other man. What you did was not cool. You made me angry. Now I'm going to have to take you to the police station. Come on. Either you come out, 
or I come in. I'm calling the police, said Maria. No, you're not. You don't have a cell phone, said one of the men. Maria gasped. How did they know? Come on, the police station is just down the road. We're going to go there and get this sorted out. Go away or I'll, I'll... I said, trailing off. Maria had gone to the kitchen and come back with a frying pan. If you try to get in, this is hot off the stove, she said, holding the pan up to the window. You fucking kids, said one of the men. You cost me my time. I'll be back, and you'll get what you deserve. With that, the men ran off down the street. We could hear an engine start and a car driving off. Maria's dad came home a few minutes later to find us shaking on the floor, bawling our eyes out, hugging like we just survived the apocalypse. Our parents came home from their trip late that night and took me home. We sat there on the bed trying to process what had happened. Months passed and nothing happened, and eventually I forgot about the night. I never heard from those men again, but every once in a while, I think back to it, and know what would have happened, have, have happened to have made it through the window. On the nights this morning, uh, on the news this morning, I saw something that chilled me to the bone. A man was hauled off and handcuffed somewhere across the country, and he was scowling at the camera. A scowl I knew all too well. The news anchor went on to say that the, he was a notorious, a notorious sex trafficker that had taken dozens of young girls to be forced into prostitution at shady bars in rich western countries. His latest victim had escaped from a brothel in Houston and gave police the info they needed to catch him back home. I don't know anything about the other man, and searching the internet didn't yield any familiar images of him, so my hunch is that to this day, he's still out there, looking for his next victim. Fuck sex trap. Fuck sex traffickers. Fuck these men, and fuck people who ruin children's lives for money. Always keep your windows locked. Update. I showed up at Maria's dad's house and explained who I was. He offered me some biscuits and I said that one of the men from that night had been caught and asked if he had some contact info for Maria. He gave me her phone number and said he invited her over. She'd been there in a half an hour. Turns out she's a waitress now. A respectable job in my country. No tipping bullshit. And she lives like two kilometers away from her boyfriend. She still has the same long brown hair and hilarious personality. Managing to make jokes not long after I gave her the news. She said we should meet up for dinner sometime. Equivalent to lunch in USA, dinner is a smaller and more casual meal here. So that's good. At least it ended happily-ish. But yeah, I agree with what she said. Fuck sex traffickers and fuck people who fuck up children's lives. Fuck them big time. <laughs> that's like the one thing. Dogs and children are like, don't fuck with them. It's so messed up. But that's all I got for tonight. I hope you enjoy the story. And as always... Remember to face your fears.